These are the sounds of Christianity. What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ace, and this is the Kicking It Podcast. Finally, I have one of our co-hosts on a show, and I've been <laughs> anticipating this for a long time. Carmen, how are you doing this evening? I am well. How's it going? Oh uh, man, I can't complain. I'm blessed. So I'm just happy. I'm happy to have you finally. I've been yes. ever, <laughs> ever <laughs> since you know the show started, you were the first person that I reached out to. And scheduling wise, I just have not been able to link up with you. But the one time that we did have you on, we had a bunch of technical difficulties and had to scrap the entire episode. So I'm happy that we got all that stuff worked out and that you're here. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Me too. Great. So, Carmen, if you've listened to any of the podcasts, which I know you have, and anyone mm-hmm. out there who has listened, you know, anytime it's whether it's a host or a guest, anytime it's your first time on the show, we always ask, what is your favorite sneaker and why? So, this is a hard question to answer because I like a lot of sneakers. <laughs> um, I don't really have a favorite. As of right now, because it changes so often, I can tell you now the shoe that I wear most often is the Vapor Max Plus. I wear that most often. However, for nostalgic purposes, the Jordan Black Cement Three, okay, you, is is it? You really can't go wrong with either one. I know that Vapor Max Plus. If you follow me on IG, you know that I buy a bunch of those. Really good shoe. Um, it's just a little bit narrow. It's not something I can work in. Are you working in it? <laughs> yeah, I work in my shoe, but I have a narrow foot. Okay, see that that's the difference. Narrow, narrow people with narrow feet always reap the benefits of Nike shoes. Like Nike makes shoes for people with narrow <laughs> feet. Otherwise, the only shoe that Nike has that I can work in all day is probably the Hirachi. And there was actually Harachis are actually coming back out in full force, which I'm not mad about. The Harachi, my brother bought me a pair uh-huh. of Harachis. I only have one, and they run so small. Yes. He got me a six and a half in kids. I wear a six in kids, and I can't even wear it. It's just too small. Yeah, it's it's one of those shoes that you have to either go up a half a size or a whole size. It's crazy that. You really need to know your your true shoe size in order to order Harachi. It's not a shoe that I would have anybody order, you know, off the internet, and it's their first time ever having Harachi because it, you know, can be weird in terms of size, and especially depending on how your foot is, whether you have a wide foot or a narrow foot. So, a lot that goes into that. So, what I also want to get into is kind of transitioning into um, just some sneaker news. Um, I'm going to touch on this a little bit, but later in the week, I'll actually have a full episode dedicated to this matter. Nike and Kobe Bryant's um, estate have announced that they are ending their partnership. Now, this is a partnership that has lasted, I think it dates back to 2003. and There's been some rumblings that before Kobe passed, he was unhappy with Nike, understandably, just because when he retired, his shoe line kind of went backwards in terms of what Nike put the spotlight on. It wasn't featuring any packages anymore, and it just wasn't um, featured as a main shoe. 
So Kobe was un- unhappy about that. And it was one of the things that, you know, he kind of voiced his opinion up privately and the public wasn't aware, but now we see that, you know, they've ended their partnership and outside of the Kobe's that are going to come out for the remainder of 2021, we will not probably see any more Kobe's unless Nike, you know, changes the name and brings the model back out. But as we've seen in the past, they rarely do that with signature shoes. Carmen, do you have, do you have any Kobe's or like his line? Um, no, I don't have any Kobe's. I started to like it a little bit more, um, toward his like latter Mm -hmm. years. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, but no, I've never purchased any myself. Definitely Kobe's (laughs) were when they were coming out. It, It was always until that Kobe nine came out a low top shoe. And at the time when Kobe's were, when he was playing, like in his heyday, I really didn't care for low top shoes. So I didn't really catch on to the Kobe um, phase until like later on in his career, after he came out with the hot, the first high top. Um, I think that that was when I kind of started rediscovering his line and falling in love with lower low top shoes. So definitely wanted mm-hmm. to have a show about that and touch more on that because there's a lot to unpack there. Um, we will talk the future of mm-hmm. Kobe's line and also just kind of, you know, touch on some things and just athletes in their sneaker shoes, you know, when they retire, because Michael Jordan is the blueprint. He's the only one who's successfully done it. I mean, so we, we definitely want to touch on that and have a full show dedicated to that. Transitioning into sneaker releases, um, the first one, since Corman is the co-host today that I want to talk about, is the Griffey Max 1s, which are going to release. Oh. <laughs> I knew that would get you excited. <laughs> Those are going to be released on April 27th. So this coming Tuesday, if you're listening to it. So they were originally supposed to release on, what was that? Last Friday, wasn't it, Corman? Last yeah. Friday, And then yes. they, they announced the date of that they were going to push it back, which sucks. But, you know, at the end of the day, that's just how Nike's been doing. And that's something we're going to touch on at, towards the end of the – well, not the end, but that's going to be our main feature tonight, talking about the delays with Nike. Um, Carmen, how do you feel about that? I, I know everybody heard you get excited, but how do you feel about that, that Griffey coming out? You know, I am so excited about that particular Griffey, that colorway, because when it was re-released in the early uh-huh. 2010s, um, I was a broke boy <laughs> and I couldn't get it. <laughs> like real talk. Like I was, I was broke. I couldn't afford it. Like I was not working a great job, you know, like, and I really, really uh-huh. wanted that shoe and I was unable to get it. And I was salty because I was going to pair it with a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. Uh, yeah, that that would have been dope. <laughs> so, we got a cop right. who's coming Tuesday so I can get these shoes and this Toronto Maple Leafs jersey. Like, I got to have it. So, I gotta have it. with that being said, you do know that they are releasing a special edition on the 24th, which is this... Wait, today's the 22nd. So two days from now, they're going to be releasing a special edition. 
yeah, a special edition. It's all black with the white bottom midsole. It's a Jackie Robinson edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did see something about that briefly. I didn't look into it, but I did see something about that. Um, it's, it's not a... I, I don't... Yeah, I don't need it. It's not a must-have. I mean, I love the idea mm-hmm. behind it. Mm-hmm. I, I really do. Um, mm-hmm. The, the Jackie sure. Robinson did inspire a lot of African-American players, or just players in general. But it, it's just, I already have the black one. That would that would be a dope release. You know how Michael Jordan does mm-hmm. the uh, Black History Month? That would be dope with the Black History Month and incorporate right. some of those patterns into it. That would be pretty cool. But... Um, yeah, they nah, they, they got me with the first black one. <laughs> the first black one came out back. It was in February, wasn't it? Yeah, and I and I bought that one, mm-hmm, the fresh water, mm-hmm. and I was just like, I don't. Course, I only need the yeah. blue one after that. Now the red one. I don't know if they're gonna mm-hmm. release the red and black one, the all red one with the black Nike swoosh. Oh, they yeah, kind of got to right. I mean, like you those might are the well. three colors. I mean, if we're if we're gonna revisit, you know, they revisit it every what is it like every five or six <laughs> years they they re-release them. So yeah, we we definitely need to do mm-hmm. the Cincinnati version of the shoe. Mm-hmm. Nike, if you hear us, please do that because I'm for sure definitely gonna need that. <laughs> on yesterday's show, we touched on, and I don't want to retouch on it, but just if you haven't listened to it for some reason, you're listening to this episode. The Jordan Retro Eleven Legend Blues come out. That raffle is currently going on on all stores, whether it be Champs, Finish Line, and uh, well, no, Finish Line doesn't even have the raffle for those, but Champs, Foot Action, and um, what else? What else am I missing? You know, Champs, Foot Locker, and Foot Action. Those are the big three. They have their raffle going on through Friday, so enter that for a chance to get those. And, of course, the Yeezy 700 is dropping this Saturday. You can check out the Confirmed app. What else am I missing? Oh, the LeBron Home 95. So LeBron has his own Air Max that is coming out. Um, pretty dope. Have you seen that, Corman? Yeah, it's it's pretty dope. No, I, I, I think it. that um, for me, it's a mu- Oh, shit. For, forgive me, people. Um, I was looking at release dates and they just literally, they just posted the Pharrell NMD human racer. The aqua is going to drop on the 24th. It's, it's an all turquoise blue human racer. And I need that. Yes. Corman, are you familiar with the human races? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I am. Um, it's it's a really cool looking shoe. It's just not mm-hmm. something that I would purchase for myself for fear of the colors that I want would get dirty very easily. Girl, you gotta uh, you gotta get you some of that crap. Crap with Jason Marks. That that really helps. Oh my god, yes. It saved a lot of shoes that I've worn extensively when I, you know, worked at the shoe store. So yes, I definitely recommend Crep or Jason Marks. You can't go mm-hmm. wrong with either one, honestly. Um Crep is more so it's more spread out now. It used to be Jason Marks used to be everywhere, but now Crep is more so 
in more stores. But yeah, definitely get you a, a bottle of that if you're going to be um, wearing your shoes out. That's pretty much it. Oh, also the Pegasus 38 is going to drop the new Pegasus. So for everybody that runs or is looking for a running shoe, the Nike Pegasus 38, I've held it in hand. Um, a couple of stores have women's in first. That is probably the best running shoe I've workout shoe I've I've probably tried on. So now, now I ain't gonna hold you now. <laughs> I ain't gonna hold you, but <laughs> but on really I've seen you in those and you said you said that before. I, I just I, mm-hmm. I haven't I haven't tried it. You know, and a lot of people haven't because, you know, it's it's not a huge mm-hmm. brand, but it's a solid running shoe. Um, you know, it's as expensive as Brooks, but right. you know, nobody I mean, wants to wear Brooks yeah. ever. <laughs> but I mean, they don't. But sure. Brooks is a is a good running shoe as well. But for a more stylish okay. running shoe, on its okay, way. Okay, well, look, that's, I'm, I'm an on I fan. haven't tried it. It's one of the few brands that I haven't tried. So if my co-host says that it is the brand to try, I would suggest trying it. So definitely be on the lookout for it that. Is. And I'm going to have to get a pair and then let you know. The On uh-huh. Cloud. I have the On Cloud X. Um, How does it compare yeah, to? Have you ever tried an Ultra Boost or anything with Boost in it? Have you tried anything with like I'm Ultra sorry, Boost technology, like the Boost Souls? How does it compare? Um, no, I don't think I have tried anything with uh, the Ultra Boost. I don't think. <laughs> you want to know why? Because I was being cheap when I first started buying running shoes so when uh-huh. i first started working out a little more consistently um i was going to marshall's to get my running shoes i was going to the outlet to get my running shoes and they were trash so i just stopped and i finally broke down my very first pair of expensive running shoes were the on well, running so there's nothing wrong with going to marshall's boots. or mm-hmm. you know any of these like ross because you'd be surprised if you go on their shipment days, you actually catch a lot that they really get by mistake. That's a fact. I bought a pair of LeBrons out fact? of Marshalls. You know where this like that Marshalls, I'm trying to think. All right. So if you're leaving the St. Louis Galleria and you go over by like where that Walmart is in Maplewood. All right. So you drive past there and you keep going straight. You're heading mm-hmm. south. And then, you know, like, you keep, if you keep going, there's like a Marshalls, there's like a little plaza over there. I've bought, I bought a pair of LeBrons out of there. It caught mm-hmm. me completely yeah, I know what you're talking about. by surprise. I was just going with a friend because they were getting some bedding. And right by the front door, they just had like a stack of shoes. And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, that looked like a pair of LeBrons. And sure enough, they were a pair of LeBrons. And I got them. They were 60 bucks. Retail <laughs> is 190 on them. I only paid $60 for them. So, um, and I've seen videos of people catching, you know, expensive shoes at Marshall's, um, TJ Maxx. So, yeah, I, if 
Oh, if you somebody mm-hmm. got the fragments from Ross. Ross. Mm-hmm. So if if you're ever in those stores that you know buy mm-hmm. it, it doesn't hurt. I mean, I I stop anywhere to um, see just what they have because you never know, and that's also how you kind of build up your collection. Just getting a few shoes that you could throw on, so that way you keep a rotation going, keep your shoes fresh. So we will transition into mm-hmm. our main topic tonight, and. I definitely want to touch on this because it's something we talked about, but I still want to shed light on it because it, it, it seems to be getting worse. So Carmen, you and me talked about this, particularly we were talking about the Griffies being delayed. Now this also happened last week with mm-hmm. the, what is it? I'm lost for words. With the the Yeezys, the 700s, the bright blue that was supposed to come out last Saturday, but it ended up getting pushed back to this coming Saturday. So there's a problem in the sneaker distribution game, and I just want to go into why. All right. So shoe companies technically plan out their releases normally a year or so in advance, year, year and a half, right? So, Carmen, I don't know if you remember, but remember like around May, The Last Dance came out? Okay. So right around that time, if you recall, like sneakers started booming. Um, Jordan started back selling out. And one of the things that caught Nike by surprise is the rate in which they were selling out. Because before then... You used to go walk into most stores and and buy a pair of Jordans on release day or day after. I mean, they used to sit. I've personally seen them sit. And what happened was is is that Nike saw this, and to capitalize on it, Nike tried to it has been trying to produce more shoes, not create a surplus but to capitalize by maybe adding 10, 15% more. This has caused some production issues. This has caused a lot of delays. And what's happening is, is that Nike is kind of creating the perfect storm because most shoe stores, most shoe companies get the Jordan release maybe a month and a half before it comes out. That way it gives them enough time to distribute to store level. And the stores will get the shoes two to three weeks before it's released. So what's happening is is that when a shoe when a shoe goes on the app for a raffle, that shoe has to be in the system for the company or the store to guarantee that the person that wins that raffle will get their shoe. And the reason why the shoes aren't going on the apps for raffle, like last week with the, with the um with the retro one that came out is because no store got that retro one. Bigger companies tried to have Nike push the release date back. Nike refused. They still released the shoe and what quantities that these companies had like in their warehouses, they sold online as well, knowing that the allotment that Nike was going to send was essentially going to, eventually get sent to them. So what you're going to see is, is that a lot of random stores are going to get restocks 
of retro Jordans that have already come out probably like three weeks to a month ago. And they're not really restocks. It's just their shipments have been delayed and they're getting what they were supposed to get. That's what I've been seeing um, as of late in a couple of in a couple of stores. Yeah. And it's just like a random re-release. And it's like you just released this like a month, two months ago, right. and it it's, just seems like a random release. It, it's just Nike is fucked up. And not. what Nike is doing is, is that they're creating kind of like a, a demand for the shoe by not making it, by eventually making it available, but making it scarcely available at first. It's driving up the, res- the resale market. I mean, if you could get your hands on a pair of shoes, um, shit like on release day or the day before, a typical retro Jordan, which usually sells around retail, even on the resale market, those shit, that retro one was going for like $600 on StockX. And it's, it's crazy because Nike could easily change the release dates or push release dates back, but they're simply driving up the demand and they're not going to put the supply out there to meet that demand. So it's going to, yeah, go ahead. But mm-hmm. in, in doing that, it does create a bigger market for resellers. And in doing that, like, why would you do that if you're not going to reap the profit from it? So like these big sneaker companies, they have to be behind on these reselling because if, why would you do that to make it more difficult yeah, for someone to get I, it I and see you don't that even argument. gain from it? I, the only counter thing that I could say to that is, is that you start creating hype for other things. And, and what I, what I mean by that is, is that that hype begins to spill over into people wanting other shoes, meaning that, let's see, for instance, a dunk, um, there's more people that want dunks now. So dunk dunks resale for triple the price. Yes. So the reason people wanted dunks was because they couldn't get Jordans and the dunks look like the retro one. So you have more people that are you ha- you're creating more more niches, and I know I probably didn't say that word right, but you're creating more demand for your other products because the most desired product is unattainable. You can't get it. So across the board, everything is selling out now. I mean, does it suck? Yes, it 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 sucks because you you really have to have somebody at every store that I mean essentially I mean like you gotta have a plug I mean and the plug has to have two plugs for sure I mean because whatever he can't get for himself I mean he's gonna need somebody else to get it for him so it's the sneaker game is really a mess right now. And I, I don't really know. 
I don't think that this is going to end anytime soon. I don't, I don't think that we're going to see any change in this until maybe toward like Christmas when the cool grays come out. I hope that this isn't going on during the cool grays because if that release, if they don't, if stores don't get the shoes on the release day for the cool grays, it's going to be problems. Oh, that's I don't be, need that. That's going to be a Carmen, huge problem because it's Christmas time. We got to get you, these joints if, to these Do babies. you remember how crazy it was the last time the Cool Grace came out? It fortunately no, because I was in the bed. I've never <laughs> experienced anything I know like that before. It was disgusting. I know it was. Never. And. The, the thing is, is that you have everybody that wants that shoe. You have the people who don't buy shoes that want it just to be a part of the hype. You have the, the people who also never buy shoes, but they just want that one. Then you got the sneakerheads and you got the resellers. And then you got the people at the stores buying them up. It, it's just going to be a shit show. I don't I don't think. I, I don't think Nike's so going to there are enough for the for the demand. The demand. I, I don't think I don't think we'll ever see Nike ever meet the demand again because back in 2014-15 that was everybody's argument is that why don't you guys just make more shoes and when Nike decided to make more shoes people stopped buying them on release days and they just waited till they went on sale and they bought them. Nike won't ever do that again. Ever again. Nike would damn near be going out of business before they do that again. And we know that that's not happening. We know the chances of Nike going out of business or there's a better chance of me becoming president and and you becoming my running mate being vice president, we have a better chance of, of being in the White House than Nike going out of business. Of course Nike isn't gonna go out of business, but it's just it's just that is, it shouldn't be this hard to spend money. That is one of those statements to where that you say simplicity is the ultimate sophistication. Because it shouldn't be. You, you want you you want to give them your money, and they make it so hard. <laughs> it should be. Yet here, take my money, have it. I want this product that is not worth what I'm giving you for it, but I want it. So here, take it. But why is it? Why is it so hard for you to spend money? Why? It just shouldn't be that way. It just shouldn't be that way. I don't. I don't get it. I I don't know if I. If I even want to get it, because it's just, it's frustrating to think about. And then I'm not even going to get on sneakers. I don't even want to talk about that. I haven't won a sneakers raffle since, well, I probably won more than most people, but I haven't won one since November. That was when the Kobe, the the Bruce Lee Kobe's came out. I won the white <laughs> and I was shocked as anybody. So, but I think I found 
a cheat code on how to win on sneakers because every time I won on sneakers, it's been because of this. I know I shouldn't have brought it up. Corman, that's something we'll talk about off air because I got to test the theory. Yeah, I got to I got to test the theory. And again, I don't. <laughs> I'm like. <laughs> The, We've already there's a couple of different like theories out done. there on what works <laughs> and, and i'm pretty sure me. that nike changes the algorithm <laughs> enough towards that it's thrown out but mine is it's really no algorithm for it and maybe, maybe i tell everybody what if if you're listening to this in we get 200 followers on our Instagram page. I'm going to make that a promotion. If we get 200 followers on our Instagram page before end of May, I'll put the secrets out for sneakers. We are. Yeah, that's 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 the new promotion. Like, that's going to be the new promotion. I guess we're so going to have to do a show because... um, on sneaker strategy. <laughs> So I, I do think that yes, I, I do think that oh my Again, god, like in the so mornings I sit money. next to <laughs> I get up every morning I go into the room where my router is and my modem and I just lay next to it. So that way I can make sure I got the strongest signal. <laughs> mm-hmm. I gotta make sure. I just don't trust it. You got the strongest signal. Possible. I don't trust it. <laughs> uh, so, yes, everybody, it's not these stores' fault. I've I've heard a lot of gripes, and I've seen a lot of people snapping on store managers and just associates. These stores have no control over Nike um, being delayed in their shipment. So if you if you just can be patient, um, and and honestly, if you have a a good store manager, which I know a lot of good store managers, they honestly will rather sell to their core customers than these resellers. I'm just being completely honest. I mean, but Nike Nike pulled that little sneaky stuff with me when they released the Vault Foam Posit. And I wanted that shoe, uh-huh. and I was supposed to get it. When did it come out? The day before Valentine's? Two days before Valentine's Day on the 12th of February? Mm-hmm. And then it quietly, they quietly um, changed the release date. It was fine up until the day, and then the release date changed. And it changed to St. Patrick's Day. It, and I had completely I forgotten about, about it altogether. And, and I was like, dang. It was I forgot. Look, that that's not the first one that they've done. Um they they've done that a lot. And it's it's not fair, but also I know just speaking for myself, I'm I'm not counting anybody else's money. There have been some some days to where is that I'm like, okay glad you pushed it back that gives me a little time to open up a little bit more space on my credit card because i don't want to call these people and ask them for another um ex- like increase they're probably tired of me so so i i get the frustration i get that 
Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to say that I get it because <laughs> the thing that puzzles me is why not let the people who are wanting to buy this product know? Why not just say the release date's been changed, have like some type of disclaimer or something and let people know that the release date has changed? That's all we ask for. It is a mess. Hopefully, they get it cleared up sooner rather than later. And it's not just Nike. Adidas, they've been tripping, too, a little bit. Um, so, hopefully, everybody gets it together. And we are able to, as you say, spend our money. Make it easy to spend our money. That's all I'm saying. Just, we just want the easy way to spend money. Come on. That's it. So I just wanted to touch on that and kind of give everybody just a little quick insight on what's going on and why there are delays. Just wanted to do a quick podcast. And I definitely wanted to first get Carmen on one. So she was nice enough to find time in her schedule to get on. And I'm happy that you did, Carmen. I'm happy that we finally got it together and I'm able to be on the podcast. I'm really excited to be here. I'm really excited to be a part of this. Yes, definitely. So remember, we are going to drop more podcasts this week. Don't want to comment on that too soon, just because there are a couple other things that we're working on. But stay tuned. Keep following us. Um, My Instagram is double O Ace on Instagram, Twitter, and also TikTok. You can also follow the podcast page at kicking it underscore podcast on Instagram. So that's pretty much it, guys. We will have more content out this week. Carmen, you got any final thoughts? Um, no, you guys can follow me at C underscore Syrah underscore on Instagram. That's C underscore S-I-R-R-A-H underscore. Um, so you can see how I style my sneakers if you want. And also check out those running shoes that she's talking about. Give those because I am going to look. And Carmen is one of the most stylish people that I know. So Carmen always has everything together. And Carmen is very dope. So follow her as well because you would definitely get to take a look at her style. Carmen, again, thank you. And I look forward to you being on future episodes. Everybody, we are out. Peace.